punishment You can fuck off a banana's tree Star Trek sucks Star Trek sucks When you talk that shit about Star Trek It's like you just harpooned a baby Star Trek sucks Star Trek sucks And if you prank call people at the old folks home That's fine, but you better not tell them Star Trek sucks Star Trek sucks once again, if you believe in capital punishment, you can fuck off of the names to Star Trek sucks. Star Trek sucks. Thank you for listening to Star Trek sucks. My name is Leo, and I like Star Trek. Hi, I'm Jack. I don't like Star Trek. And uh, today, Jack's going to tell us what happened last time. <sighs> okay, so I know what happened last time, but I still want to maintain the the. I think admirable level of sen- of sensitivity that we had on the last episode. Yeah, we're better than the writers. We are better than them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there was a ship full of yep. packlets. There was a ship full of, of a race that we have not encountered before. Um, they needed help with their ship, and they... They needed help because why? Um, because they're not good at... Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> because it was broken. Because <laughs> the ship was broken and they didn't know how to fix it. And they and they needed it to go. Yep. They sure did need it to go. Um and it was broken and they couldn't fix it. So they uh Shanghai Oh fuck, that's probably not woke either. God damn it. It's really hard to talk about that episode without Oh yeah, Shang wait. Well no, oh. I think I actually think that's like anti uh English. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Because Shanghai is like, like when the when the East India Trading Company um, was really doing its thing. Doing, um, doing like you the, would uh, you would just get drunk in a bar and then wake up on a ship and it's like, yeah, surprise, motherfucker! You are <laughs> rowing the ship until we go to get to Shanghai. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Kiss goodbye to two years of your life, huh. <laughs> you working class piece of shit. Um, dumbass. Yeah, and you love to see it. Yeah. Um, anyway, they tried to short Shanghai Geordie, and uh, also Picard had to get a new heart. And that's what happened last week. Yeah. Yep. Um, and let's just go ahead for. Did you did you give any thought to? <laughs> did I <laughs> to this week's episode <laughs> to the title of this? What's week's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Still trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, buddy. <laughs> no, no, I didn't give it any thought. <laughs> okay, so the episode that we're watching today is called "Up the Long Ladder." All right. Ah, uh, fuck. I think your previous guess was that it was something about time travel, which it is not. I know it's not something about escaping in gravity well because that would be too complicated of a scientific. Uh, Captain, we have to get these people out of here and the transporters aren't working. We'll have to climb up this long ladder. Right. That's the, that's the <laughs> level that we're working at. Um, I don't know. Um, well, what you'll just find out. It's honestly, mm. there's no fucking way you would guess because it has nothing to do. I don't know how the title is related to. Maybe that's what we'll do when we come back from the break is we can both try to figure out what the fuck that, that title is supposed to mean. <laughs> okay. Because, it, yeah, it is yep. it is genuinely meaningless. Um, 
So let's talk about uh, our recommends. Uh, listeners, I am coming to you today from a, an upright seated position. Yeah. Uh, which is very exciting. Wheel recommends me. not having an injured spine. Yeah. Very um, much. Check that out. Yeah. If you if, <laughs> if you, you can. If you've been going your entire life with severe back pain, try not having that. It's mm-hmm. better. Um, uh, I can't agree. I, it rocks not having your back in constant pain. Yeah. Yeah, when you don't have to like think about how you're going to exit your the driver's seat of your car, mm. you yep. just you just get right out. I had no idea the kind of privilege I was living with. Yeah, um, but uh, but I did get a chance to check out a show that uh, every single person has probably told me to watch. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I mean I. Sorry, not to step on you. I know no, what, I know what show you're going to recommend, and I also had the same relationship with it, where it was like every fucking person was like this is amazing and i was like like i had that thing where you're like too many people were telling me to watch it i'm not gonna fucking do it and i just it just never came up i don't think it was on any channels that i like i don't know how long it's been on netflix uh but anyway we're talking about the uh the the park boys the boys in the park Mm. the trailer boys yep the trailer Canadian trailer you're, show. You're getting you're getting so close, man. Tra- trailer Trailer Boys of Canada. Check out Trailer Boys of Canada. <laughs> that uh, that's definitely a porn site. Yep. Uh, this episode brought to you by Trailer Boys of Canada. Enter promo code Star Trek sucks to get pictures of me and Jack partially nude in a trailer. Oh no no! Mm, no. How did they get those? Nope. No. Not we've, together. We've never been in a trailer together. <laughs> Separately, partially nude in separate trailers. Is that better? That's I not lived, better. I lived that's, in a trailer for a couple of years. That's not much better. Um, um, I no, mean, I'm, but I'm, yeah, check out Trailer Park Boys. Um, yeah, very funny. One um, of the one of the best, like, sort of, like in that bleeding edge of like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, and like it, like that that like low like sort of low energy single cam like shaky cam documentary style sitcom um that like you know like we had the like the office which i think is wildly overrated but whatever it just hasn't held the test of time because i mean i really liked the office when it was first airing i fucking hated it Um, when it was first on but anyway but from from that wave of sitcom one of the one of the ones that is really the fucking best really goes like just balls out with you know i don't know they like they do a really good job of keeping the characters all in the park uh you know for the first yeah. several seasons it's just that, like they go to jail every year but then they like start switching that up as far as who's going to jail you get the whole development of mr Leahy and randy and Leahy's alcohol problem and he's tr- just like the the layers to all of these people are fucking like yeah. the uh the way that uh that Ricky is so fucking self-conscious about not having graduated high school. Yeah. And he's like so earnestly trying to do it, but he just doesn't, he's, he has no foundation whatsoever about how to study or how to be a responsible adult or fucking anything, but he, he wants to so bad, but all he knows how to do is grow weed. Yeah. 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 And it, it really walks the line of like what I call the Seinfeld friends divide where it's like, these people are absolutely fucking reprehensible, but you do care about them. And they like, they are redeemable human beings. Well, same thing with, uh, with, uh, it's always, always sunny, sunny in Philadelphia. Hey, 
would put that more on the Seinfeld side of that divide, but oh yeah. Um, well, wait, yeah, which but, are, between Seinfeld and Friends, which one are you considering to be reprehensible people? Seinfeld. Yeah. Okay. Like the point of Seinfeld is that these are not like that was. I mean, it was spelled out in the the series finale of Seinfeld. Is like these are bad people. Yeah. But you like they're not really. I mean, like Sonny took it. Yeah. Next to level. another level, but like they're just sort of like amoral people that you don't sympathize with in any way other than that they're funny yeah and you don't have any emotional invest investment in like what happens to them but like trailer park boys like they're also amoral and incredibly stupid people yeah but you do kind of get invested like uh, i hope i hope they're gonna be all right (laughs) yeah yeah it's uh it's pretty freaking good so yeah that's what i spent my weekend on was uh Sitting on the floor, alternating uh, heat and cold, um, semi-high on muscle relaxers and uh, painkillers. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm glad you finally watched the uh, the Moose Boys in the park. Yeah, um, park park moose. Yeah, it's trailer. A, it's honestly, honestly, a, a cult classic uh, yeah. sitcom. I had no fucking idea how much content that franchise has produced. Yeah. They've got like 10 seasons and three movies. Yeah, it's... It's fucking bananas. It's a very rich furrow that they found. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, and they do they do keep managing to like uh, to keep things interesting. What the fuck just happened when uh, fucking... Uh, they go to rob a bank by impersonating the, um, the, the Brinks truck guys... And then Leahy shows up in just in his robe, just drunk out of his mind because he's trying to save Randy from participating in the crime. And then Leahy ends up just in his tidy whities running around the bank. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh fuck. That so that's a little Ooh. Um All I wanna say on that is check out the True Anon episode about Canada's most deadly mass shooting. Cause the the Brinks truck and the bank robbery really triggered some stuff for me about um, what recently happened in Canada. Was the most recent one the most deadly one? Mm-hmm. Um, what, like there's some, there's a freaking QAnon conspiracy around it? Oh, so TrueAnon is a podcast about like the actual web of power and, and pedophilia that actually runs our lives oh i thought it was uh as was was briefly revealed by jeffrey epstein quote unquote committing suicide okay i i thought that it was um like a a QAnon, but uh similar to um the knowledge fight podcast Mm. where they like look at all of his bullshit on they basically watch his show and debunk everything that no that's uh that's QAnon anonymous that's QAnon. yeah true anon is is just it's a conspiracy theory podcast, but about things that have actually happened. Okay. Um, it's very good. You should check it out. It's very far left though. Um, is, is, I mean, is the, is the conspiracy theory regarding that one, just that, um, somebody involved in the government who wanted an excuse to pass a sweeping gun ban arranged for this guy to get a hold of the guns that he had. Um, I mean, that might be part of it. I think it's pretty clear that this guy was an informant for the Mounties, which, it's so Canada is so fucking weird because it's like you think of Mounties and you think of just like guys in funny hats. Dudley Do Right. Yeah, you think of Dudley Do Right, but no, that's like Canada's FBI, right? And 
it's pretty clear that this guy was a uh, Mountie informant. Huh. And like, because he took out from the from Brinks, which like you don't as a private person you don't just go to Brinks and take out money. And he took out like a quarter million dollars right before all this started. Yeah, that's very strange. And his neighbor was like associated with the Hells Angels and uh, some Latin drug running gang. Like, so he he was anyway. And then like, yeah, and like the shooting spree took place over like two days, and no one fucking said like, "Hey, everybody, go inside." And yeah, that's don't also come really out. Weird. Like, there was no like emergency warning. Anyway. Um, that's not what this podcast is about at all. Yeah, no, this podcast is about Star Trek. Uh, it is? Okay. So, we did all the things that we uh, were- I'm supposed to re- recommend something, oh, too. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, check out the music of La Rue, um, L-A space R-O-U-X. Oh. Um, she was famous in, like, 2009 for that bulletproof song that you might remember you would know it if you heard it um she released an album this year it's fucking great it's it's synth pop like it's it's if you like blondie and you're like what if what if blondie but instead of a band it was one woman with just a bunch of fm synthesizers and step sequencers okay it's good. It's good. Check it out. Check out La Rue. <laughs> yeah. And now we're going to watch Up the da- la- Long Ladder. Mm-hmm. Up the Down Ladder. Yep, that's what we're doing. Whatever it's called. You're listening to Star Trek Sucks, the only Star Trek podcast. Now here are your hosts, Jack Gunn and Leal Cardoza. Thank you, English announcer voice. Thank you. Um, I want to say right up top, um, if listeners, if you are a beautiful Irish woman that wants to verbally abuse somebody until he washes your feet, uh, please get at me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's uh, Jack, Riker, and Picard, yep. all of whom got real sweaty over the female love interest. I'm not. From I'm, this I am not embarrassed about this. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not either. Yeah, that's, I'm that, out and proud. That is of, a. Uh, I, I, please get at me if this is a thing that sort of matches your thing. That is a, that is a strong woman right there. Um, yeah. So th- we um, catch up with the the, the gang, um, checking out a, an old school distress signal that leads them to Space Ireland. Mm. But first, first off. <laughs> um, we have to talk about Worf being normal because the episode <laughs> opens with Worf being normal. By which I mean Worf is just standing at the at his at his duty station, groaning, <laughs> and everybody's like, "Just don't acknowledge it. Maybe Dude, he'll stop doing it. Don't look at him. I don't know what it is, and I don't want to know. Yeah. Just don't. If you don't acknowledge him, he'll probably stop eventually." <laughs> And then we find out that Worf has Klingon measles mm. uh, and there's like a thing with this tea ceremony and blah, blah, blah. But then that goes away. Like there's really not a nope. B plot. It, the B plot is resolved in the first 10 <laughs> yeah, minutes the of the episode. <laughs> like he has measles. That's it all because she doesn't give him anything for it. She well, goes, and, and the, but the, the name for 
uh, Klingon measles is uh, Rat Pack and then the N-word. Um, Was it N- N-G-A-R? It's N apostrophe G-H-A-R, which I yeah. defy anybody to say without sounding like you're just saying the N-word. Yep. I'm not going to say that. Nope. Please don't. Um, I will say Pulaski, uh, not not bad here. No, Pulaski's good on this. I episode. think they're. I think they're finally finding. Uh, yeah, some. Uh, you know, some like she's space she's for her. fierce. She's she's bitchy, but like in like it's starting to be like okay, this is actually like a person, right? And she's and she's confident with good reason. Like she's a you know she's a very uh, well accomplished uh, medical right. Person. She's assertive because she knows her level of competence, which is like yeah, that's fine. Um, I had. Uh, there's a good job data in the scene with data and Riker or in, and Picard in the ready room. Mm. Um, but there's also the one, and it's just another one of the, I'm, I'm, I don't want to fucking nitpick on the writing like the entire time, but they, so Picard's like, Oh, he's reading the, all the shit that they took on the ship. And he's like, oh, that's a weird combination of stuff, which it objectively isn't. Nope. Um, like those are definitely all things that you should take with you yeah, if you're it's, starting it's, a new it's, planet. It's primitive, like farming implements, and then also high tech shit. Which, yeah, you're starting a colony. Yeah, that's that's how it go. That's a good idea to have. It's a good idea things. to have low tech and high tech stuff. Yeah. Um, and then data's like, uh, hang on a second. Uh, there's this one random dude who was who uh, spearheaded the neo transcendental movement. These guys must have been following him. I can tell because they have looms. Right. It was just really stupid in the and the, and it's like very stupid because like yeah who and, uh, who else would possibly use a loom like well like um, one one tiny fucking change in the script. And just having Picard say, read from the from the crew manifest, oh, these people were followers of blah, blah, blah. I wonder what that is. And Data can do the same exact fucking exposition that he did. Right. But it actually makes sense. Right. Just, God damn it. Yep. Just one tiny rewrite, but we're in season two where there are no rewrites, baby. No rewrites. <laughs> Shit it on the page. Get it on the screen. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, Worf to thank Pulaski for doing the bare minimum of her medical responsibility and maintaining mm-hmm. patient confidentiality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just not violating HIPAA, which I assume is still a thing in 20 or something like it. Yeah. 24th century, whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he brings her the Klingon tea ceremony, which is poisonous. Yeah. Yeah. The Klingons. So this is just them doing drugs. Yeah, yeah, it kind of seems like it. it and that's seem, actually... It, it really strikes me as like, yeah, we're just doing drugs that we don't actually really enjoy very much. <clears throat> yeah. Um, also, so... Mm, did they fuck? Uh, it seemed like they Worf were going to fuck. I did not get that. Oh, I got strong fuck vibes I mean, that scene. I can see where you're coming from. I read it, and I think it's intended as just a uh, another one of those things where like Worf uh, doesn't get a whole lot of opportunity to connect with his culture. Um, so he really liked like you know that was an important moment for him. It was a, like a, mm. a major bonding moment for the two of them. Um, but fuck it, it can be they fucked she in seemed, headcanon. She seemed horny. Well, and the other thing that she did is she takes, she goes and gets a hypo spray and gives herself a shot of the antidote because this tea is poisonous to humans, mm-hmm. which 
if you have the technology to just give yourself a hypo spray and uh, ameliorate all of the negative effects of things that you put in your body, uh, I would like to have that. Yeah, I would be doing. Yeah. I would never be sober <laughs> ever yeah. again. Fucking ever. crack cocaine and cheeseburgers all day yep. long. Absolutely. Yeah. Because all I did. Yep. All better. Yep. Um, no, that is like like most of the like hard sci-fi novels I read. Like that is one of the things they have is just like something that can sober you up. Right. When you're tired of being drunk. Uh, and it's like, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, an on-off switch for intoxication. Would oh, be, fucking, oh. Yeah. Please. Um, so, the, the the fucking, the the load of Irish refugees gets beamed up. Of course, O'Brien's at the controls. Classic. Mm. Um, Classic of Mick on Mick. Yeah. My, so, I am going to throw around a lot of Irish slurs. I think, um, yeah, you're- this episode, which I'm Scotch-Irish. Like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I- <laughs> I'm most I I'm pretty sure that I'm allowed to use whatever. Uh, I mean, who Irish they're, they're considered white. Like fuck off. Yeah, you can, you can you can use slurs against people that have been adopted into whiteness. Yeah. Um, but uh, my favorite part there, I had two like editing notes uh, for this episode, and this is the first one because they get memed aboard, and you have like this crowd of people and uh, farm animal noises. Uh, and then there's also like Irish flute music playing, mm. which there absolutely a hundred percent is not enough people there yeah. to be. No, no one, no one's playing the fucking the, the lute and flute. So they have Renaissance fair bullshit. But like, yeah, no, I noted that too because like this second that these people appear, it's like. Are we supposed to assume that this just? That they have just a soundtrack following them. <laughs> Irish music is just in the air around them, and it was confer- And the, what I <laughs> what I was watching for was uh, Riker call or O'Brien calls the bridge, and Picard picks up, and the Irish music is piped through the ship's sound system, so Picard can hear it on the bridge. So it's actually real. It's not just like a background thing that you know was like there for for that scene. Right. Yeah, no, like, like it's in, just it's it with, is literally just following with them. yeah within the the explicit reality of the show. Right, it, there is Irish music just in the air yeah, around there, these. There's people. a lute and flute just following. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that sounds great. I would love just a soundtrack to my life. Yeah, I mean, fuck yeah. Like yeah, that's that sounds fucking awesome. If there was a way to walk down the street playing your music audibly for other people and not be the world's biggest son of a bitch, mm. um, I'd I'd probably do that. Like, well, just like just like a an ambient soundtrack that like matched whatever was going on with you at the time. Yeah, that yeah, just, that'd be good. That would just follow you, but like not annoy anybody. Ah, that sounds that sounds lovely. Um, anyway, um. So, yeah, so all the Irish people get beamed up into the cargo bay um, and they try to start a fire and that brings the whole crew down to see what's going on. And then we meet. Okay, so uh, hang on. I have a note on that because they start a fire. Picard, fuck, I don't know if this is the scene or not, but like Picard at one point tells War- or tells Riker that he needs to go down to the to the lower decks and... 
Riker's like, I'm on my way. And then there's just way too long of a scene of Picard just looking resolute at nothing. Oh, that was when he told Picard or when he told Riker to go down to the planet. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah, that was like, earlier. just they just completely ellipsized the Riker being on the planet. Yeah. And actually, now that I think about it, I think <laughs> Riker left his shuttlecraft on the planet. I thought he beamed down. No, he took a. Sh- or, oh, fuck. Maybe he did beam down. I thought there was. Anyway, like, anyway. This, this is clearly cobbled together from like three at least different scripts um because uh, yeah i mean it's just it's a it's, it's a, a classic draft. season two yeah classic um, season two yeah um but uh yeah so we get introduced to our strong irish woman um which i didn't even i think the father says her name like one time i didn't even catch what her name was uh, uh i don't remember but i would like to open a dairy farm in her uterus <laughs> <laughs> That is specific. Um, but yeah, Picard and Riker, they're both way into their, and, and it kind of like Picard later on more is just kind of entertained by the entire scenario. But I just love yeah, when they I've, walk I've, I've, in and she's yelling at both of them and they're both like, yeah. 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 What else? <laughs> yeah. Step on me. Yeah. <laughs> you want to kick me in the balls? <laughs> and then. Got a good job, Riker. Uh, for because uh, they because Picard and Riker are kind of like, all right, well, it seems like they've got this figured out. Uh, I'm gonna let's let's leave, and then Riker's like, I'm gonna stay back and help. Yeah, yeah, Riker's gonna help is what I wrote down. <laughs> good job, Riker. <laughs> good job, buddy. Um, as if no, if, if nobody knows what you're doing. Everybody man. knows what you're. Everybody doing. knows what you're doing. But I gotta give. Uh, I I feel like this episode uh, also stands up for your theory of uh, Riker the ethical slut. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Because he definitely doing it the right way. Like he definitely waits to have her full consent. Yep. Uh, like she actually has to like pester him. Yeah. Yeah. To, like to a point. Like, he doesn't try like feeling her up as soon as she came back to his room, even though she's being very very obvious signally yeah very signally um and yeah and she has to freaking like take her pants off to get his to to get him to be like oh you want oh Oh, okay okay good that's i me too i too i also want to fuck yeah i just wanted to make sure i wanted to make sure that it was cool safe because i'm kind of in a position of power here i'm the xo on the spaceship that you're on yeah i would not want to abuse my position yeah uh so thank you for your enthusiastic consent yeah and for the way that your hips look in your underskirt mm. um i really can't can't overemphasize how hot that girl is the dad <laughs> the dad really reminded me of cyrano jones yeah yeah the dad right? rocked <laughs> just this <laughs> this preposterous caricature of a human being which like i so picard was kind of like shitty with the dad and i I wrote it down as like Picard's being kind of like it's it is an episode where they're writing Picard out of character because like he's not like he's a very patient, merciful person most of the time. Yeah. And the laughing. And and then like then when he finds a drunk Irishman, he's like just complete fucking uh, misanthropist. And it's like, no, I, I think he would be patient and kind with a drunk Irishman, too. 
Yeah, well, it, it, earlier on when when he and Riker first go to the fucking uh, to the cargo bay, Picard like breaks up laughing at the absurdity of the entire situation. Yeah, and then no, yeah, that, that was that was just that was just Picard breaking the fourth wall. It was just him. I I almost feel like that was an improvised line where like uh, Patrick Stewart was just like, "Man, you just got to laugh at how stupid this fucking show is." Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> like that is almost what he said. I mean, fair. <laughs> uh yeah fair but i still yeah i just think that he uh that like that seems seemed seen seemed much more in character to me whereas yes. like him getting all impatient with the drunk irish yeah him being an asshole to the drunk irishman is like what that's not his character because i mean i know it's the future but french men like to be drunk also mm. that is a thing yep. that french men are known for yeah Yep. Um, so we get to the 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 other planet. So we find out that there's another colony planet, um, <clears throat> and so we find Space England. So 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 far, this is all taking place on Space Ireland, and now we're at Space England. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see where you're going, but mm. the thing that stuck out for me was it's like it's that weird uh, like antiseptic uh, future utopia kind of. Uh, scenario kind of like um the first thing that came to my mind was the naked sun by isaac asimov but you haven't read that so no, i haven't read that no um, i was thinking of like equilibrium yeah um, yeah equilibrium and, is a good example um why can't i think of the other one but it's it's a common thing in sci-fi where you've got this like weirdly antiseptic you know, too clean. Even like in one of the shots, there's like flowers sitting on a pedestal behind the prime minister when he's talking yeah. and they don't even like, they don't even look real. It's like, and it always, it's, it's, it's to quote Andrew Bird, solar, pla- solar powered plastic plants. Like yeah. it's just, it's just nothing is, nothing is real. Nothing has blood. Nothing. There's no, there's no animal drive to anything anymore. Well, and I feel like the solution that they explain for how they repress uh, sexual sexuality, sexual urges, is so is not the best way that you could do that. And and I'm not a cloning expert. Okay, mm. I do a lot of research on cloning. I, I know am, I am a cloning expert. I know a lot about cloning, but I wouldn't call myself an expert. That's if you listeners, if you want to tell me that I'm an expert after listening to this, that's on you. That's your opinion. <laughs> um. But yeah, so they say, oh, well, we just, uh, we had like fines and punishments and stuff at first, but then eventually everybody just stopped wanting to fuck. That's not and how it, that works yeah, at and all. It, it becomes one of the things where like, oh, well, I mean, I appreciate you guys trying to help us rebuild our society, but we got to fuck now. Ugh. Also not how that works. Yeah. Like, unless, Why would unless you- you're, unless you're undergoing hormonal therapy to make you not want to fuck. You're going to want to fuck. Yeah. That is just how it goes. It's the thing. It's the th- it's the main thing. Not to not to uh you know fail to recognize people who are asexual sure. because yeah. there are Right. There is a spectrum, but Yeah, there's a spectrum, but it's still like what 90 plus percent of people have yeah. at least some level of sex drive. I'm I'm an, I am pulling that lum- number out of my ass, but I feel like that's a good number. Yeah. I mean, if if it wasn't a spectrum, then humanity would have died out a long time ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And actually if you, if, if you at all, um, 
if you give any credence to environmental factors as far as the way that certain epigenetic things are switched off and on, like humans that are born in a scenario where there is extremely low population density, um, they are less likely they're they're likely to have a higher sex drive in theory uh, because the entire species needs for everybody to be super horny and fucking all the time, right? Um, in theory. But what I was going to say was, why wouldn't you just fucking sterilize everybody if that was if you were just concerned about? Oh yeah, that's people breeding. Yeah, actually, that's a it's much a way better, better solution. I yeah. don't know why I didn't think of that. Just like, fucking sterilize yeah, just everybody. vasectomies for everybody. Yeah, and then it's like, yeah, fucking fucking bone go go to bone go, town. Go baby. fucking nuts. Yeah, everybody's um, fucking and sucking. Yeah, just fu- just fucking their own clones. Yeah, having three you ways could, you with, could literally fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> which is the dream. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, you can have like you can have giant orgies. Just that's all you. <laughs> just hand jobs across America. <laughs> God. Um, and then the other thing was like, okay, I get it. Five people is not enough to start an adequate gene pool. But wouldn't you at least have had those five people reproduce? So you had, you know, 15 people to clone from instead of only <laughs> right, five? Right. Like, what the fuck? Oh, well, yeah. Like, so you have, what, two women and yeah, three two men. two women and three men. So each of those men could make one child. Oh, God. This is getting into gross breeding terms, which yeah. I, have, I have a note on later. But Yeah, it's a little bit gross, but everybody's into it, so you kind of go, okay. But so you could have six new people. Twelve. No, six. Yeah, six. Yeah, six, okay. Um, and then you, like, then you at least have 11 people yeah. that you can clone. That's yeah. more than five. Yeah, that's that's a better. Listeners, check out how 11 is more than 5. <laughs> Go to 11ismorethan5.com <laughs> and enter c- promo code Star Trek sucks for <laughs> 6. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest fucking commercial we've ever done. Uh, what a bad ad read. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, 5ismorethan11.com. We failed you. Um so then, so they add, because they, they're fucking incapable of thinking outside the box. This is another thing that just pisses me off about the, the high tech people because they have not figured out any other fucking solution despite the fact that they know that their, like, uh, their clonal integrity is degrading. Right. And the only thing that they think of to solve the problem is to steal material from other people. And they're going to repopulate their entire, and apparently, according to Pulaski, get an extra 15 generations uh, worth of like living uh, just by having clones of two new fucking people. Because they're not splicing DNA, which is what they should be doing. Like, right. they should be working on figuring out how to like rewrite DNA and just create new individuals with, in, with, with unique genetics that can then fucking reproduce with each other. But they're not doing any of that shit. They're just stealing epithelial cells, which brings me to my next point. I'm not an epithelial cells expert, mm. but I'm going to go ahead and say um, every one of us uh, at all times have a fuckload of epithelial cells. Yeah, it's not really something you can steal from me. Yeah, well, it's also not something that I think you'd be able to detect was missing. 
Um, I don't want to get into the territory of the technology does whatever the yeah, plot yeah, requires because yeah. we do that every episode. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about how offended Riker is by the suggestion that they clone him. Because just because somebody shares your genetic makeup does not mean they're you. Well, now you're getting into... They're going to live a... Vast, I mean, in this case, certainly they're going to live a vastly different life than you have. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a nature versus nurture thing. But, like, I think we can all kind of agree that it's mostly nurture, right? Like... A lot of things absolutely are. Um there and and I mean now we're getting into like the basics of of the morality of cloning um, because you do have all kinds of uh, like all kinds of major moral issues like at what point does it become a person and what and this does this thing that like so it's I feel like it's such lazy cloning work like everybody's the same age all the clones are the same age because they're played by the same actor mm-hmm. uh, and I would find it so much more interesting and compelling if you had varying different ages which is how that society would actually be yeah um but that would require effort yeah on Um, the part of the people that ran this horrible show that you were making me watch yeah uh it's great it's a good show Mm. it's your favorite you've seen almost two entire seasons how can you not like this show Mm. um but yeah for the record again as i am a cloning expert um they when you clone somebody you create a fucking zygote yep and it would take so fucking much more effort and technology and energy to take that zygote and keep it in a pod and speed age it until it's the exact same age as the person who just gave the genetic sample to create that clone yeah then to put that zygote into a human host and let it be born as a baby and teach it things. Yeah. 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 Like what program do they have set up to teach the clones just fucking anything? Cause they're apparently the clones are popping out as adults. Yeah. So like how are, how do they know fucking anything? Is it don't worry about it? Okay. Yep. Um, I mean, like, if it's a, if it's an exact facsimile of you, then yeah, I get like Riker's objection to that because that that does suck. Like, I don't want there to be an exact facsimile of me running around somewhere. Um, but like, your genetic material is like you didn't make that. Yeah, that that is com- a complete fucking accident. Yeah, that's yeah. I I mean, it's it, it's it's. Similar, I, I think, in principle to like uh, as a man giving a sample for somebody else to conceive, right? You know, right. like that's fine. Yeah, don't care. I usually put that stuff in the in a towel. So here, yeah, yeah. mostly it goes into a sock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but also, I mean, this is maybe more personal, but like. Man, someone with my exact genome was like, "Good luck, buddy. <laughs> have have fun with this situation." <laughs> well, and like, I don't know if this resonates with you, but what it makes me think about is like, 
if I had the opportunity to raise a clone of myself as my own child. Mm. Um, Which is a subplot of a science fiction novel I just read. Oh, yeah? And it actually had a pretty touching end. Well, and it just... Because I think that, um, for the most part, people do the... I mean, people, anybody, whether and, and whether they knew uh, that the clone was a clone of them or whether they thought it was like their natural born child, um, I think people generally try to um, either go with what they were taught by their parents or to work, you know, directly in opposition to right. that. Right. It's, it's either my parents did a great job and I'm going to do that or I want to give my child a better childhood than I gave them. Than right. I had. But then you get like that overcompensating pendulum situation where uh, you as the parent in trying to uh, avoid giving your clone self the the mental and emotional scars that you were handed by your parents, you you managed to manifest some other, you know, completely right. unrelated issues or whatever. Um, yep. Because because uh, the world is chaos. And uh, we're all hurtling through, uh, hurtling through space at a million miles an hour, or however fast this fucking place goes. And um, well, here's the problem with that. And Kanye West is on the ballot. We move relative to everything else. So compared to some things, we're going zero miles an hour. Compared to other things, we're going light speed. Um, and the really frustrating thing is that it turns out that. When there's an issue, time is the thing that dilates, not speed. And that is just, I don't love thinking about that. Yeah, we've talked about this before, but the degree to which time has become meaningless in the COVID times, uh, it, it does not cease to fuck with my head yeah especially like after the weekend that i just had where i spent saturday and sunday uh high on painkillers and sitting on Mm. my floor watching uh trailer park boys uh hey i got it yep you did yeah uh remember doing let's say non-specific substances and how you would be like wow time is really just not that anchored and sometimes it sometimes a short time feels like a long time and then there's a crisis and now you're like wow this is less fun than before when i when time dilated yeah <sighs> yeah it's uh it's exhausting um i want to i do want to say that the 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 scene where they get their stomach cells taken out to make clones of them for some fucking reason um has an amazing score like someone is just going fucking nuts on an arp 2600 synthesizer and that like and that well and there was <laughs> i thought that like the dramatic moments and stuff in this episode were, uh, were were handled pretty well um the one thing about that scene that pissed me off was that um like we're supposed we we know from context that the clones are look like Riker and Pulaski but they don't take the effort to like position the camera above it so you can actually see the thing that's in the box and see that it looks like Riker or looks like right. Pulaski 
Um, but they still show a picture. They still show a shot of it, but it's from the side. Like they didn't have the time or the energy to like mount the camera up above yeah. the pod. So yeah. you could actually see the face of the thing. So it's just, just do one or the other, right. like do it good or don't do it. Like we know what's in there. You don't have to show us, but if you're going to show us, get a fucking better angle. Your director of photography is for shit. Yeah. I, I, I think, so I guess this is, the time we're going to do the watch or don't watch. And I'm going to say, don't watch this one. Um, cause it's just lazy and it sucks and it doesn't really move the ball down the field. It doesn't, it is certainly a pretty much a bottle episode, but I still think the, um, I, I still get a watch. Okay. So a split decision on whether or not to watch this one, but I will say, um, the sound designer, Whoever's doing the sound and like score on this season is like very good. When you think about it, um, sound design is the only thing that uh, w- wouldn't have really been that affected by the Rikers writer strike, right? Like it's just one <laughs> autistic guy with a room full of synthesizers, yeah, just just having the time of his life, and hopefully getting paid very well because he's fucking killing it in this in yeah. this season, yeah, um, absolutely crushing it. Yeah. Um I did have another thing that I was going to say and now I don't remember what it was. Mm. Uh is it in your notes? Nope. Okay. Oh, but I do want to recommend something else, mm. another thing. Okay. Um which we may or may not do this for uh bonus content. It might be too comedic for us to make fun of. There is a new Star Trek animated series on oh, CBS right. All Access. Have you watched any of that? Yeah, I've watched. How the, is it? It's it's funny. Is it funny? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's very much. The ads made it look like fucking dog shit. Oh, but I didn't see any ads. Um, I just heard that it existed and decided I needed to check it out. Um, but I think it's pretty funny. Um, uh, but it kind of we it, it's kind of uh you know a more fleshed out version of our favorite couple. Um, mm, yeah, Mark and Emily White, which we have not. They have, goddamn good pull. They have not shown up in a while. Yeah, we haven't talked about them for a while. What would they have been doing on this episode? Fucking nothing. I don't yeah. know. Emily would have fucked an Irish guy. Yeah, probably. Oh, are we on the same page that uh, the I, the the Irish chick is carrying Riker's seed? Yeah, down to the new yes. planet. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That was. Which again, like. It makes Rikers throwing a fucking hissy fit about them taking his genome ring very hollow because he just nutted in somebody like six hours ago. Yeah. I think we know what the uh, what the thing is that's important to Riker. Mm-hmm. You can only have my genetic signal half of my chromosomes at the time and, you know. Yeah. You know. You're you know, only getting it if we... You know how, how it has to come out. We're only getting it if I'm fucking. Um, so, okay, before we get to the denouement, um, I, this is like a really good allegory of kind of like the Irish working class versus the, the English royalty because there's just like five people that are all related to each other. Yeah. <laughs> And then like and then and they all suck ass. <laughs> I don't think that's accidental. No, I think I think the writers actually did a thing. Yeah. Um they did a thing. Yeah. And it it worked. Yeah. I mean, 
it needed more proofreading. But they did a thing and but it worked. The, yeah. Which was fucking awesome. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, so uh our final resolution, which fucking <laughs> uh first of all, Pulaski is like they're trying to they're talking about, you know, how they're gonna try and save these people, and Pulaski's like, Well, they don't need more DNA, they need breeding stock, which ew. Yep. Uh, I wrote down I feel like I'm gonna throw up. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, you don't love to see it. Um, but the only thing that redeems it is the fact that everybody is totally on board, except for the English people. Yeah, yeah, using a using a lower class uh, or race of people as breeding stock is apparently a-o good. Well, like I said, everybody's excited about all the fucking they're going to get to do, so mm. win some, lose some. I don't I don't like where this world's heading. I mean, realistically, we're talking about taking the they're they're gonna bring these people and integrate them into their society, which obviously we can be cynical and say that every that you know, that people that came from the bring the other the Irish planet are gonna be second class citizens, and that may be the case, but within the utopian framework of Star Trek we really need, I mean, not need, but I'm going to assume that what will happen for these people is that they will all integrate, they'll all have a shitload of babies, and then they'll probably discover how to fuck up and break time in like two seasons, and we're going to have to come back here and fix time. I mean, they were ignored for 300 years after they established that colony, though. Yeah. So... Like, within the framework of Star Trek, they ignore colony worlds all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. That's how the whole con thing got. Well, it wasn't an official colony, but... You're not an official colony. Your mom's not an official colony. Be nice to my mom. Sorry. Um, no, I, uh, I, have, I have a very bad feeling about this world. I think there's going to be a slave class um, that is also used for breeding stock. And then... Yeah, like 10 English guys running the whole fucking thing. Well, but that, I mean, you'd have to keep, like, the the, the ruling, the current ruling class, all of those individuals are going to die. Mm. And so in order to maintain, well, in order to survive, in order to procreate properly, we've already determined that these two groups need to be genetically intermingled. So every one of the clone guys is going to have three different kids from three different ladies, and every one of the clone women is going to have three different kids from three different dudes, uh, if that math works out, I think. Uh, whatever. whatever. Who cares? Um, and so they're going to have, and they're going to have to raise children like the um, the the future, the high tech planet is going to have to learn about like changing diapers and shit. I think there is more to. I mean, I get it because you're just like you're you're just leaning on the cynicism. They're hard. not going to have to learn how to change diapers because they already have a subclass that is that already knows how to change diapers, and they can they have superior technologies so they can dominate that subclass and force them to change diapers. They have slaves. They have racial slaves. It's just it's just fucking plantation culture. They have made a space plantation culture. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I see where you're going. I just don't think that's what happens. Okay. <laughs> well, 
Join us next week. <laughs> Let's not forget that uh, of the two societies, uh, one, the the futuristic society is the more like uh, egalitarian, seems the more egalitarian amongst its members, whereas the Irish society seems much more capitalistic because they're always talking about how much money other, how, how much money whatever guys he wants to get the daughter to marry has. That's not what capitalism is. Okay. No, they're they're just they're a market based anarcho primitivist society, which sounds great. I would love it. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I... listeners, if you are a beautiful Irish woman <laughs> who wants to bully me into washing her feet, please get at me. <laughs> you can get at Jack at who is Jack Gun on Twitter dot com. You can reach me at Leal like Neil. You can reach us both at Ship Facts. No, you're engaged. You don't need that. Yeah, no, I don't need the, the no Irish women. Just talk to Jack. <laughs> But just listeners in general, especially if you're from Kansas City, because we still don't know who you are and why you're listening, please get at us so we can say thank you for being interested in our show. Um, you can get uh, the Instagrams with the Star Trek sucks and the Facebooks on there. Uh, and there's T-shirts. There's a link in the in the show notes. Yep. Man, this ending is going real good. Check out the T-shirts. Yeah. Um, there's some some communist ones. There's there's some poop ones. Um, I don't know if I'd say this shirt is a communist shirt. <laughs> I think people have re- so. Jack is currently sporting the herring and sickle shirt. Uh, there are four different versions of the herring and sickle shirt. <laughs> Wait, uh, on the website, <laughs> you made more. <laughs> yeah, there's the there's the black. There's red on black. Right. With words, red on black, no words, oh, right. and then okay. black, yeah, and yeah. then black on red, with and without words. So there's four different versions. Uh, anyway, and there are also some t-shirts from other stuff. And and uh, on T Public, you can get masks too, uh, which is kind of cool. So you can get any of the t-shirt des- designs that I have made uh, on there as a mask, and you can get stuff from uh, other shows, um, Behind the Bastards, which listeners will know is one of uh, our favorite podcasts. Uh, they've got a bunch of great ones on there, so there's ch- a, check it out. There's a really cool uh, Worst Year Ever mask, um, which I think gets the point across. Which one? I mean, it's just the Worst Year Ever oh. artwork, which is just like a, a sort of androgynous scribbled figure screaming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it gets the point across, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's going to do it for us, listeners. Thank you for being here. And watch out for holes. Definitely watch out for holes. And you can get that shirt on tpublic.com. <laughs> Click the link in the description. Friend, in the notes. The Show notes. Click it. You value, but you search through space and time to find the perfect words to convey your convictions when every word counts. Rise! And proclaim your opinions to be the light of the galaxy. I have faith.